Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Well, I don't know if I'm on because my little uh, thing is broken. Oh, no. Yeah, I, thumbs up. You're on. I can hear you. Are we on? Yeah, right we're now? on. Yeah. Can you hear me? I, I, I'm giving Mercedes a hand signal. She can't hear me. Uh, or headset. going to be a major problem today. I might have to go in there today. Steph is this coming is in there right now. Problem. It's the head. T- I, it's her headphone app. Oh, no. It's on. Yeah, well, let's go in there. Uh, Oh, the headphone okay, app. Come on over there. Hold on. Come on over here. It's been down before. I, I know how to reset it. I used to be in that studio many, many moons ago, so I, there's a reset button on that thing. So we should be able to reset it. Hold on, your microphone. A thing to reset that? On the headphone thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, once you go to commercials, I'll pop okay. in and take a look at it, because I remember that thing dying on me a couple of times. Oh, I... Man, and I was like, oh, is it me? It's not me. It's definitely not working. So anyway. Hey, look at you in the studio. How are you? <laughs> no, this is weird. This has <laughs> been a long time since we've been in this situation. 2020 was the last time we started a show together in front of each other. Sometimes we have um, like guests come in and then I'll come in the studio. So we're all in the same room. But yeah, you know, we just kind of stayed in the, the studio separately. And it was nice because I had access to all the stuff. It wasn't anything personal, you know, being in there. But basically here, I am completely flying blind you got so. nothing in front of you just here <laughs> hanging out and we had a, a client was here in the studio earlier in the week and he's like where, where does mercedes sit and i was like turn around they turn around and that's our studio because yeah i used to be in here there's nothing in front of you it's just a, a, a just a table yeah and it's so funny because that little the the piece of equipment that just died that i that we were talking about the other day the engineer was in there i'm like this has been in here ever since we moved into these studios i'm like is there any chance we could get this replaced? And he's like, oh, it's working fine. It's working fine. And I totally must have jinxed it because now it is not working fine. It's And there is a bat, There is a different way to, to plug in your headphones, too, I think. Oh, it's your is? headphone amp that's out, right? The headphone? Yeah. Yeah. There's, I, th- I remember once plugging into a computer or somewhere. There's a solution. We'll find it over okay, there. Okay. All right. How are you doing this I'm morning? I'm good. <laughs> we were over at Three Square yesterday because the Four Corners Food Drive is coming back in September. And when we left, I was thinking about it. The first one was 25 years ago. Man, it's so hard to believe we've been doing it for this long. And it wouldn't have lasted this long without your support. It's been absolutely incredible and it's two days this year coming up here in september and we cannot wait to get this started there are so many people your neighbors like literally your neighbors that need food every zip code in clark county 
has has families that are food insecure and so it is our duty to help get that taken care of and so yeah teaming up with three square again who we absolutely love and uh we're gonna we're gonna raise some money and we're gonna collect some food for these families Three hundred and fifty-five thousand people are food insecure that's enough to fill allegiance stadium more than five times yeah that's not good so we're gonna do the best we can to help combat that and so yeah that was nice to go over there yesterday um there were so many volunteers there which was so cool making uh you know the lunches for kids they were doing backpacks for kids and the people that just go down there they help fill things and they had a cool assembly line going that we jumped in on yes. and man that was fast i was like running around like whoa i didn't realize you guys were working so fast and they have it to organize you to the one granola bar or two of this and it's a it's a square meal and you get everything you need it but they have it down to a science but right when we first started, they had some water there, and you and I both were grabbing the water to put in. Like, no, 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 that's like for us. We're, we're drinking that. That's oh, our water. Sorry, sorry my we, bad. We didn't know. You guys have so much going on here. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun yesterday. How was the rest of your afternoon? It was good. Yesterday, uh, I had to run out of Three Square. I had to uh, to run a couple of errands, and then I had the TV show after that. And so, did that yesterday. Came home. We uh, we went, we again, with the uh, temperatures just like going up, we, we had to wait until kind of late to go take our walk last night and it was really nice talk to sophie she is uh today is her first day of classes at school and so you know we were just talking about that we facetimed and you know she is uh she's she's just doing great she loves it she's made some really great friends i i thought i would be completely sad this whole time just like oh my gosh i can't you know i i i miss her so much and i do but seeing her so happy completely cancels that out it is just amazing and the fact that she's making friends just from being on campus now when she gets into her classes and starts meeting people in classes in a more intimate environment like that she's gonna make even more friends what time is the first class i think it's at 10 o'clock this morning so she she has one uh early class that's on um let's see what's today wednesday it's on tuesdays and thursdays and it's at 7 (sighs) 45 so she's like i don't know how i got this class she didn't (laughs) sign up for it they they make their schedules for them the first year so uh she's like oh man but i think she'll be okay i mean she woke up for for school here her her school started at 7 a.m so she should be fine yeah and she's not going out partying and stuff the night nah. before yeah she's on campus she'll be golden yeah she'll be t- totally fine how does she like how does she like the food um it, it, so far it's been um like a lot of grab and go stuff for them because um their food plans haven't officially kicked in like they have they call it the slp it's the student life pavilion and that's where they go and eat and stuff and uh so they haven't really started the meal plans yet. They've had food there that you can go buy, but um, today is the official start of the meal plan. So she's just been, you know, they have stuff available for them. Like, you know, we're doing food trucks here. Come get free free food at the food oh, trucks cool. and stuff. Yeah, it's been like a big party for the orientation. <laughs> it's been really cool. And so. now reality sits in. Classes yeah. start. Here we go, kids. Get going. Mm-hmm. Get going. So, yeah, lots uh, to come this morning, including your tickets to, to go to Disneyland. We're going to be broadcasting live from there on Friday. We're so excited about that but first let's get the show started with the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear breathe 2 a.m by anna nalik do you remember a couple weeks ago i was talking about the artist that was at uh, uh kids mix and collapse on stage because of the heat. Was it her? Is Anna and Alec. Oh, was Anna and Alec. This is what I was trying to think of all these weeks. This is what I was thinking of. Do you want to hear a thong song by Cisco? Let me see that thong. 
Yellow by Coldplay. Choices. Get your votes in now. It's easy. All you got to do is go to our Facebook page and vote. Mercedes in the morning. You can vote on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM or call or text us 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Look how they shine for you and all the things that you do. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. First, people wanted to cancel Will Smith for slapping Chris Rock. And now they are trying to cancel Chris for making a joke about Nicole Brown Simpson. During a recent stand-up show, Chris said he turned down an offer to host the 2023 Oscars. We actually talked about that, I think, Tuesday. He called it, Chris recalled it, returning to the scene of the crime and compared it to O.J. and Nicole. And that's when the Twitter crowd started turning on Chris Rock. One person said, the more Chris Rock talks, the more you begin to see why Will Smith smacked fire out of him. Oh, no. Here we go. Yep. Another- just, let it, just let it go away. Ugh. Now, another person suggested that Nicole's father, Ron Goldman, should be allowed to slap Chris Rock. But then there are people criticizing the backlash, saying that when Chris Rock attacked Jada Pinkett Smith with a joke, they were fine. But when he goes after Nicole Brown Simpson with a joke, that's where you draw the line. So it's a whole thing going back and forth. It's like you can't. Uh, someone's going to be upset with you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not want to be a comedian right now. Oh, boy, I really no. would not. <laughs> well, Tanya Brown, Nicole's sister, tells TMZ that Chris's joke wasn't just unfunny. It literally doesn't make any sense. She says equating getting slapped at the Oscars to a gruesome double homicide is apple to oranges. So she thinks it's lacking in logic and basic connection as well. I would I would um, kind of agree with that, yeah. Because I saw the joke. I'm like, I, I, I get him going with a joke after that. But I'm like, that doesn't really match up to what happened to you. Man. No, for sure. So during a, a Megan Thee Stallion show, one of her concerts, someone threw their, their iPhone on stage and they had it in record mode. They're recording a video and they threw it up on stage. It lands on stage. So Megan stood over the phone and started twerking. Yeah, I saw that video. It was so funny. It's hysterical. Uh, the video is out there on her on her Instagram page. Uh, the video, it's her second most liked post of all time. People are going nuts for this video. Yeah, she's just sitting there shaking it. It's, it's man. Yeah, it's eye-opening. <laughs> she's got a lot going on. It's very entertaining. Aces tonight, game two. Big, big playoff game tonight against the Seattle Storm. So the ladies, they lost that first game. The final score was 76-73. to 73. Game two is tonight um, at 7 o'clock. Michelob Ultra Arena here in town. Let's go, ladies. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I was reading uh, just some articles, and the, the Aces, they're, they're predicted to win uh, big time tonight. They're saying that uh, they kind of, it seems like they were kind of slow on Sunday, and they should go all out tonight, and they're predicting a big win tonight. So if Justin Timberlake doesn't want to do an in-sync reunion, that's kind of fine with the rest of the band because... They say he can just be replaced. What do you think of this? Lance Bass was asked, hey, if you had to replace Justin Timberlake, you guys are all ready to go out and do a show. Justin says, I can't. Would you replace him? He's like, yeah. Like, who would you have step in? And he says, daring Chris from Glee would be a great person to take over for Justin Timberlake. I would go see that. I like him. That's, I mean, I don't think he can replace him, but I definitely like him. That's a nice, that's a nice stand then, right? Yeah. The whole band, including Justin Timberlake, reunited. The last time they reunited 
fully as a band was at their Walk of Fame ceremony in 2018. That was their last time in public together. And then uh, before that, they all got together for JC's 40th birthday. That was in 2016. But the last public appearance was back in 2018. So we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1686. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, August 31st. Thank you guys for joining us this morning as we hit the midweek point. And tomorrow is September. We are in September as of tomorrow. Just uh, craziness. Craziness, I tell you. It's going by. The pumpkin spice stuff is out now. The year's going by so fast. We're going to be in Disneyland on Friday because they're launching all their Halloween stuff, which starts on Friday. So that's going to be a blast. And you're going to be in Disneyland as well. There's tickets coming up at 740. So lots coming up. And the heat going on, too. Lots going on right now. I was just thinking about, like, I've been traveling a lot lately. There's not been one week in the past, like, month that I haven't been somewhere. So uh, way back, it was San Diego. Then it was Chicago. Then it was... uh, Back was it back in San Diego? San Diego last I felt weekend. Like there was somewhere else. Okay, then it was San Diego last weekend. Then it'll be Anaheim this weekend. I'm like, oh my gosh! Every week I have traveled for the past month. It's been kind of nuts. And then if you go back to so you did, we did Chicago, and then prior to Chicago was a San Diego trip. Yeah. And then so prior to that was with just two weeks in between your trip to oh, Paris, yeah, right? My actual tr- your trip to uh, Paris. It's summer vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been in airports a lot for the past couple of months. It has uh, been crazy. I was thinking about that uh, yesterday. Someone was asking me about uh, San Diego this weekend. She's like, you were in San Diego a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She goes, I think you, were you in Chicago? I was like, yeah she goes and now you're going to disneyland i'm like yeah i'm going i'm going all over the place what can i tell you i'm a countrywide ta- traveler <laughs> she, she, she's all over the all over the states you're gonna be in san diego a lot next couple of years i think so That's i a good think thing. so yeah but it was so funny because last night i was talking to my daughter i was like hey when you you get a chance no rush kind of give me some dates maybe that you want to come out here or you want us to go out there? And she, I expect her to be like, oh, yes, I'll get them to you right away. She's like, okay, I'll try. She's having so much fun. She's having so much fun. Um, and she's making such nice friends. She's telling me all about the people that she's becoming friends with. And I'm like, this, this was what I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. I would just, I can't be happier. If she doesn't come back and see us, I'm okay with it. She is just, the the people are so nice. She's telling me about them. And oh, it's just, it just warms my heart. It makes me so happy. That's got to be a great feeling. Because there's a, a sense of nerve, nervousness when you send your kid off to college for the first time. Yeah. You think about when, when you first moved to Las Vegas. How long did it take you to go back home? Because I came out in in January of 95. I went home for a week that summer, sort of in July of 95. And then the following Christmas, I went home. I didn't go home too often once I, once I came to school. Oh, I was the opposite. I went home every chance I got because I, I didn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. I You know, I came out here with without any friends. And I was kind of shy. wasn't really, you know, put, it was my own fault. I wasn't really putting myself out there to meet people. Um, and so my my friends would come out here. 
And then we'd go do stuff and then they leave and going, you know, so I went back all the time. And then I met my husband and then not so much. Well, it's, it's tough, too. I think it's different, too. If you're coming out for school, because I came out, I was immersed in the UNLV environment, the fraternity, the whole thing. I was just surrounded by people. You come out for work because that's how I was when I moved to D.C., moved to D.C. I didn't know anybody. Yeah, we hung out with some coworkers every once in a while, but that's like, okay. I was kind of like you, where I started just driving every Friday. I would just drive home to my parents' house, it was just drive back easier. on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it's a little bit of a difference, but still, it's uh, yeah, it's been really cool to see. And today's the first day of school for her, so hopefully uh, that goes well. She was really nervous last night, but yeah, things are things are going well. That makes me happy. I know. Me too. All right. Speaking of happy, how about the happiest place on earth? We're talking about Disneyland, and you are going to be there with your entire family, with your friends, whoever you want to bring, because we have a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. We're doing that twice this morning, 740 and 940 on your tickets to Disneyland. And then up next is what's trending? What do you have for us? 25 years since we lost Princess Diana. How how can that even be? We're going to talk more about that. Also, how you can make some cash eating something delicious and also how you can make your stains fashionable. That's all coming up next in what's trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Princess Diana is trending this morning. Today marks 25 years since the People's Princess was killed in a tragic car crash in Paris. Yet her legacy continues to live on with her lasting impact on the modern royal family to this day. Her sons, Prince William and Harry, they confirmed through spokespeople that they would be spending the day privately, not together. She was praised for her charity work, highlighting the uh, scourge of uh, landmines and encouraging a change in attitudes to people with HIV and AIDS. Her companion, Dodie Al-Fayed, and chauffeur Henri Paul also died in the crash. It was one of those moments where, do you remember where you were when you heard the news of Princess Diana passing away? I Yeah, I do. We were in Pasadena, and we were visiting my mother-in-law, uh, she uh, she was not my mother-in-law at the time. I was just dating Matt, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was 25 years ago. And so uh, we were we had dinner in downtown or Old Town Pasadena. And then that was when like cigars were all big. And mm-hmm. and uh, my mother-in-law's like s- husband, he was like, let's go get a cigar. So I was like, Ugh. but we walked into the cigar shop and there was a TV on and it said it in there. Like I read it. I was like. What does that say? And my husband was like, Princess Diana killed. At that point, it wasn't she. They didn't say she was killed. It was killed. a car she accident. Was in a car yeah. Accident. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. And then soon after, we got word. Where were you? I was at our fraternity house. And I remember um, I lived in the fraternity house, a little mini apartment complex with 12 apartments. And I was going from my apartment into my buddy's apartment. His name is Eric. And I remember walking him. And he would, as soon as I walked in his apartment, he was watching TV and just turned around and told me the news of what happened. It's like, well, same thing. It was, it was At that point, it was just the car accident that happened. And then we just started watching and following along yeah i think that uh if you were alive during that time you definitely remember where you were when you heard the news just such a tragedy and it's just amazing that she still has such an impact 25 years Mm -hmm. later absolutely also trending this morning is kellogg's you probably are already doing this at some point or at least i'm sure you have in the past but the cereal company wants to pay you to have cereal for dinner 
Now, they're giving five lucky people a chance to win $5,000 each and a year's worth of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, and Frosted Mini Wheat cereal in its cereal for dinner sweepstakes. So all you have to do is post a picture on your Instagram of you eating dinner with or without Kellogg's cereal. It doesn't matter. Make sure you include the hashtag Kellogg cereal for dinner entry, and you can submit a post once a day leading to National Breakfast Day on September 26th. Pay, pay to eat cereal for breakfast? Count me in. Yeah, and then the, but the photo you post, you don't have to be eating anything. It's just you post a picture of, of you eating dinner? Yeah, just eating dinner. And, I mean, I would, I would put cereal in there, specifically their brands. Yeah, that'll be out. Um, that's a little plus. Yeah, but um, it says that you can just post yourself eating dinner, and as long as you use that hashtag, you're in the running for it. I, growing up as a kid, and still to this day, if I do breakfast for dinner, it is such a treat. It's, it seems very, it's, it's special when I do it. Like, ooh, can I have cereal or eggs for dinner? It's a little special treat tonight. It's uh, it's kind of interesting how that works. I don't understand, like, why in the morning it doesn't hit the same as it does at night. It's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's trending. And then Heinz is trending this morning. They have partnered with a thrift store to sell purposefully ketchup-stained clothes. You heard me right. Ketchup-stained clothes. It's called... Heinz Vintage Drip Collection. And there are 157 secondhand pieces, each with a unique ketchup stain on them. And it is actual ketchup. So this is going to fade away over time as you wash the shirt. (laughs) But they're even using the tagline because when it's Heinz, it's not a stain. It's a statement. And in addition to all the clothes being used, they were they were picked to be inclusive. So they have sizes ranging from extra, extra small to extra, extra large for both men and women. They also range from cheap T-shirts to designer labels. And the stained clothes are available to buy online in the U.S. and Canada on threadup.com slash Heinz. Um, the first drop happened yesterday, but there's going to be another one on September 13th. The prices range from about $15 for just random t-shirts to more than $1,000 for an XXL Louis Vuitton shirt. 100% of the proceeds from this collab were, are going to go to Rise Against Hunger in support of Global Hunger Relief, and that is what's trending. It's Wednesday, so we have two truths and a lie coming up here in just about 10 minutes. You ready to do this? Yes, two of us will be telling you the truth about something one of us is lying can you tell who's doing what if you want to watch us live stream we will be on our youtube channel with the live stream mercedes in the morning and also on facebook live so you can check us out there two truths and one lie coming up next the game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, yeah, it. yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday, we play it. Two truths and one lie is on, and you have to decide who is telling the truth. Who is lying? We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. Make sure you check it out. Sometimes it helps to tell who is lying just based on the facial expressions and things like that. So we have all predetermined who is going to tell the truth and who is going to be telling a lie. So uh, it's just a matter of who wants to go first. You know what? I haven't gone first in a long time, so I'll go first today. Okay. And I've got 30 seconds to tell tell my truth or my lie, and you have to decide 
who is telling the truth. So I'm ready when you guys you ready? are. Yes. Starts now. So I was talking to my daughter yesterday who is at, at school in college and she met with her academic advisor yesterday and uh, she was telling me that the subject came on up that I did a radio show and, and this teacher teaches communication studies and she asked my daughter if she could get a copy of our podcast for their class to talk about and i was like absolutely not <laughs> no this is awesome but we need to make sure which podcast we send out it can't be uh sassy or what's that what's the other one's name i told her i go we've been talking about you guys yeah. and like your roommates for the past couple of, of days so if you do you know maybe something earlier that does not talk about you at all but yeah her professor has already asked an academic it's 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 weird the way it's set up at, at University of San Diego. Like you have an a, a professor who's like an advisor, but also teaches one of your classes. So that's who it was. So. Got it. I, that, that doesn't surprise me that they would ask of this. That's you know, it's a very highly successful morning show here in Las Vegas. A connection to Sophie being in school. But if this is true. Yes, I think whatever podcast you send out, you need to listen start to finish. Uh, start to finish. I don't know. I was like, I don't think this is a great idea. It's hard for me to believe because I, too, was a, well, I was a communication major at San Diego State, though. And I don't see any of my professors saying, hey, oh, your mom does a radio show? <laughs> Let me hear the audio. I, just, I don't know. I, I can't see that. But your mom didn't do a radio show. That's why I can believe <laughs> I, this. Yeah, true, true. I, my mom didn't. Sorry, mom. But yeah, I just don't, I don't I can't see it. But, but I I do think maybe, though, this is where I think the lie might come in, that Sophie might have squashed it right on. Like, and now, no, she doesn't do that. <laughs> no, if you want it, you can find it yourself, but I'm not asking my mom for it. I don't know. Is this the truth or is this a lie? You guys have to decide. I'm just I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm telling you. So that's uh, well, I, good. I, I first on this one. Okay. Who who wants to go next? I'll go. I'll okay. go. Let me. Uh, we start in three, two. I think I mentioned this before that I did a little uh, part in a slasher flick that was filmed in Boulder City. It's called Teddy Told Me To. That movie is done. It's being released. I'm now IMDb uh, official as a Frankenstein monster. I'm super excited about that. But here's what I'm even extra excited about. I've been asked to do a second horror film that they're shooting out in Boulder City. This one is called The Conjuring of Lake Mead. And it's about haunted spirits that are somehow, I don't know, with the lake dropping or they, they rise from the dead. And I've been asked to be in this second movie that's filming out at Lake Mead because, in Boulder City. Because your performance was so, like, good? My performance as Frankenstein, I guess, was so good in the first film, he asked me to do a second movie. Wow. What? But I can't believe it. This one, I'm going to be on a boat, and I'm just a partygoer that gets killed. You're very specific about it. I kind of believe it. Wait, say that last part again. You are what? I'm going to be on a boat at Lake Mead. As a party goer, like a pontoon boat or something, there's a bunch of people on a boat because the whole premise of the movie is a spirit is something happens, a spirit rises from the dead, and I guess the spirit is going to kill people that are on the boat. I'm going to be one of those party goers on the boat that gets killed. No way. No way. I don't believe you either. We have two liars here. <laughs> <laughs> so you, let's say you go on and do the second movie. Are yes. you going to be on IMDb? Like, can we find you on IMDb now? I'm on there right now for no, my first, for not. the role of uh, Teddy told me to. Uh, I am on there as J.C. Fernandez, the guy who plays Frankenstein. Do you did you have any speaking lines in this movie or yes, anything? Yes, my speaking lines were like what was your what was your whole acting thing like? What did you do that was like so worthy of being on IMDb? I, I was just I was dancing. I was literally a Frankenstein dancing with the Bride of Frankenstein. 
Uh, our co-worker at Channel 8, Rocky, she was my co-star in the movie. So she's on IMDb as well. So the first movie that's out there, that's not a lot. You can look that up. Teddy told me to. <laughs> JC's on IMDb. <laughs> I, I, wow. I'm not surprised, but I just, like, but you didn't, well... I, uh, that's not even part of it. Yeah, I, that, I told that story uh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that movie's coming out. That's a done deal. The, yeah. the, the story is, is I've been asked to do a second movie, The Conjuring of Lake Mead. Because you're so good. You're so, you're so multi-talented, Thank JC. you. Movie star, radio star, what can I say? The Conjuring <laughs> oh my of God. Lake Mead, though? That doesn't sound very creative. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm just, I've been asked to be in the movie. I would see like, Teddy told me to, too. <laughs> <laughs> Part two. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, All right, All Steph, right. it's up to you now. Your third on the list. Two truths and one lie. Who is telling the truth? Who is lying? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You start now. Speaking of movies... Do you guys remember the movie Memoirs of a Geisha that came out like back in 2005? It was a book turned into a movie. Well, my friend was in that movie as a little dancer. She was like nine years old. I remember watching the movie, but I don't remember anything but that little scene she was in. She came out in the beginning. She was like in the little house. They were doing the little dances. Like That's my friend. That's my friend. So my friend was in Memoirs of a Geisha. So you know two movie stars now. <laughs> I do. I know two movie stars. And one radio star, <laughs> JC. <laughs> He's the star. Uh, hey, we're so big we're going to be played at the University of San Diego if that is the truth. Uh, I, like, what a random movie to pick if this is a lie. Right? What a random movie. What was it again? I am so confused Memo- this morning. Memoirs of a Geisha. I kind of remember that a little bit. I, I, I kind of do too. I never saw it, but I feel like I've heard of it. Who's your friend that's in it? My friend Desiree. Is she still acting? No. That was her one gig. Oh, what, yeah. what did she do in it? She was just a dancer. She was just in the beginning. She was like in this little clip. And then I'm like, there she is. There she is. And that was it. Was she like in costume? Did she have full makeup on? She sure did. She had like a white face, white paint on her face. They dressed her up in her little, I think they had like Japanese kimonos on. And she was like nine years old. And she too is on IMDb. Oh, wow. is she on Cameo? I don't know if she's on camera. I doubt she's on cameo. <laughs> Why, JC, are you on cameo? I'm not on cameo. I'm not oh, on cameo. No, not, not on cameo. You get me for free. This is tough. I do not. Even as a player, I, I don't. if I'm sitting here listening, I'm like, I have no clue who's telling the truth wow, and who's lying. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400 is our number. Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? Uh, you can also comment on our live stream. Frank says, you guys are such good liars. I'm taking a guest today, and I will go with Mercedes just because how do they know she has a podcast? Because my daughter told them I have a podcast. Uh, this one is from Patricia. It says, okay, it's either Mercedes or Steph that's lying. Uh, Junior says, JC has got to be lying. All right. Who do you think it is? Are we ready to do the reveal? Uh, let's start the drum roll. Okay. Truth teller number one. Tis I. <laughs> I realized my microphone was off for a second. I am, my friend was, she was nine years old. I remember telling, she was telling me, I'm going to be in a movie. I'm like, that's awesome. Ended up being Memoirs of a Geisha. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen her part? I only seen her part only. I don't, I mean... I think I saw the whole movie, mm-hmm. but I don't remember anything else besides her one part. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. It, I, now I kind of want to see it. Just so I, I mean, I like I know which one your friend would be, but still, it's kind of cool to say that. Right. You know? Okay. 
Truth teller number two. It's me. Whoa. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So she, oh, you can't even see it. There you go. Truth number two. Um, yeah. So they, she was the last kid to get to meet with the advisor. So they had all this extra time and she got into what I do, what her dad does. And then her, her teacher was all interested in like, what? Are you kidding me? Does she have a podcast? And she's like, oh yeah, their show goes on their podcast. She's like, will you send it to me? I would like to listen. Maybe she could come in sometime and talk to the class. I'm that like, doesn't surprise me though I'm like, why would no. that surprise you i just think whether you do it or not it's a different story but it shouldn't surprise you that, that that they asked to hear it a communications class it's there's I, a direct connection to a radio show that I, wouldn't surprise me i know but i live in las vegas and they're in san diego i'm gonna tell her to hook up with gina the latina yes, my girl. <laughs> i know she's amazing Aww. or one of our other friends that does radio in san diego uh, the, Gina lives 10 minutes from the campus. She sent me a message. So I'm like, I'll have Gina go do this. I can totally see Gina doing it. And then she shouts you out. And on Zoom, we have Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> and plus, I don't want to embarrass my daughter. Well, yeah, you have to be extra careful That's which podcast mom. you send out there. Oh, yeah. So movie star, you're no longer yeah, a movie star? Well, no, you know, the Teddy told me to. It was my first role. The whole thing about the conjuring of Lake Mead, I just made it up. But that's that. now maybe you gave the director or the producer or whatever an idea. Maybe they want to write this, you know? Maybe. He is, I know Tom Tom Devlin's the guy behind the movie. He is working on a second movie. I know he's working on that. But the whole conjuring of Lake Mead as a party goer on the lake that gets murdered, made that up. That was actually really good. It I is a good premise, that. right? Yeah, I believed it. Let's write that script. You're very creative, JC. Thank I love you. that. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Hot Three's coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about where people are getting their news from. The majority of people, uh, especially in certain generations, get their news here. We'll tell you where it is. Also, the, what are the top things that couples fight about at home? And this is going to really make you wonder, like, what happened? Four things that used to be free that we end up paying for now. We'll tell you what they are coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Let's go! Here we go! Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Young people are following the news, but they're not too happy with what they're seeing. A new study released today shows that 79% of young Americans say they get news daily. Uh, the survey of, of people ages 16 to 40, millennials and Gen Z, find that 71% of this age group get their news daily from social media. The social media diet's becoming more varied. Facebook does not dominate it the way it used to. About a third or more uh, get news each day from YouTube and Instagram, and about a quarter or more from TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter. Now, 40% say they get news from Facebook daily compared to 57% of millennials who said that in a 2015 survey, yet 45% also said they get their news daily from traditional sources like TV, radio, newspapers, uh, news websites. But only 32% say they enjoy following the news. And that is a decrease from seven years ago. Um, few, fewer young people now say they enjoy talking with friends and family about the news. And about 9 in 10 young people say misinformation about issues and events is a big problem, including 6 in 10 who say it is a major problem. Where do you feel you get most of your news from? Um, Twitter. I, I mean, when I do this, you know, when I do the hot three, mm-hmm. I make sure I, I find it from like, you know, reputable sources. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I don't go to here, Twitter yeah. and then bring it here into the hot three. Um, but just off the air when I'm, you know, looking on social media, I usually go to Twitter and just find out what's going on. That's where I find out pretty much all of, the, all of my news. What about you? I'm kind of, yeah, during the week, I'll have the news, like before the show, I'll have the news on as I'm getting ready for the show. But once the show is over, I'm the same thing, just with social media, pop something open and, and mainly, I mainly do Instagram. So kind of scrolling through and you see someone post a photo with a celebrity, like, like why are they posting that old photo? Did something happen to that celebrity? Or when I pop open Twitter, I'll look at what's trending and you see a celebrity's name. I just, it's always a anxiety okay why are they trending do they pass away do they do something controversial okay they did something cool that's why they're trending right now yeah there's uh you got to be careful with that one if it says r.i.p next to it then, then yeah, there's oh something. Gosh. yeah um also this morning a new poll looked at the top things that couples bicker about at home see if these are causes for chaos 
in your home. Around half are chores, which is kind of funny, and, and the rest just involve being lazy or forgetful. But um, the number one thing is leaving the lights on. Uh, leaving the toilet seat up is on this list. Uh, not putting clean dishes away. Starting housework, but not finishing it. And whose turn it is to vacuum or mop. Some of the other things on this list of the things that couples bicker about at home include not uh, picking up dirty clothes off the floor, crumbs in the bed, which we kind of talked a little bit about yesterday, and not making the bed. The biggest one for us is recycling. Laura is huge recycler. She's she's on top of it. And I, I, I do my best. And But there are times where I'll finish a water bottle or Red Bull or something, and I'll throw it out in the trash can. And she'll open the trash can to throw something out, and she'll take it out. I'm like, what's this? Why can't you put it in the recycling container right over here? I'm like, I'm sorry. I just forgot. I'm trying my hardest. I can do better. I'm so sorry. That's the thing in our house. Uh, is it just a, is, is it that you truly forget or is it like a laziness it's, thing? I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of times I'll just forget, but other times I'm like, ah, it's like I see it in there. I'm like, ah, I should put it in the recycle. <laughs> it doesn't take that much effort to do it. But yeah, mostly I think majority of times I just forget. It's force a, ha- force a habit to put it in there, but that's the one thing in our house. You got to put a big like uh, sign on top, like recycle right above your uh, uh, trash can. As soon as it pops open. That. Yes. Yeah. What's it for you guys? Um, The biggest thing we bicker about um, probably purchases that uh, that we don't need. I and or no way. I said something last night and he was like. I was just about to make a comment that it's a nice, quiet, beautiful evening. And then you said that. What was it? Oh, I said so. Oh, I know what it was. So um, I threw something in the trash and I saw an empty bag of candy. And I go, did you eat that bag of candy? That, That entire bag of candy that was in the fridge? And right as I said it, I realized that I, I actually... Didn't eat that whole bag, but there was like, it was a Swedish fish bag. And I was the one who actually took the last five Swedish Swedish fish out of there and ate them and threw away the bag. So as soon as I said it, it came out of my mouth. I realized, oh no, I'm accusing him of doing something that I actually did. <laughs> and I go, oh wait, never mind. That was me. That was me. And he's like, see, I was just good. So he would say it's me nitpicking what he eats. But, but I'm not nitpicking. I was just genuinely asking if he ate. I was going to ask if he ate that whole pack, but it was me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I did not. Someone else did. He's like, oh, uh, I felt really let's bad. go on our walk. Uh, let's change the subject. After that, I did not talk for the rest of the night because I, I just was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what to say. All right. Uh, finally, this morning, this kind of thing makes you realize why, uh, you know, like maybe your grandma and grandpa are so bitter about some of the things that they have to pay for now because the Wall Street Journal just did this article article called you're charging me for what and it's all it's all about things that used to be free that we are paying for now so there's four things on this list and tell me if you remember when they used to be free or if it was maybe before your time so choosing where to sit on an airplane you used to be free if you want to make sure you don't get stuck with a middle seat on you know on a plane it's going to cost you choosing where To sit used to be free unless you were upgrading to business or first class. Do you remember when that was free? Yeah, kind of remembered. Yeah, especially with Southwest, too. So Southwest, you know, you can buy the early bird thing and all the other stuff on Southwest before you would just show up early. And it was just based on when he showed up, you got the ABC boarding pass. And so I kind of do remember that. Yes, I I, like I, I don't know. I don't remember being able to go online, though. And saying, oh, I'm just going to sit here and not getting charged for it. I feel like there's always some sort of a, 
you know, whether it's premium economy or whatever, I feel like there's always a hidden charge. There's always different things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then remember, though, remember the bags though? Bags flying free? Yeah, that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, using the pool at a hotel. More places are doing things like a la carte now or tacking on a resort fee. And some even have early check-in fees or charges for things like access to lounge chairs at the pool. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know hotels started charging for the pool. It's been a long time since I went to a hotel pool. But I remember just, yeah, that was the highlight of staying in a hotel with your parents. You got to go down and use the pool. It was free. I, well, I see resort fees on every hotel I stay at. Whether you use the pool or the exercise room, at it doesn't matter. You get tacked. That, that resort fee tacked onto your bill. It's ridiculous. And that's covering pool, spa, and everything else that's in there? Yeah, but it's like, if I'm going to use it, absolutely mm-hmm. put it on. But I'm not even going there. It's just a, a great way for them to make some extra money. When we stayed in Chicago, did you notice all the little add-ons you can get to oh, your room? Yeah. Higher room, this view, that view, early check-in, uh, far away from an elevator, all kinds of little things you could tack on. Next thing you know, it's double the price. Exactly. Uh, something else that we used to get for free that we're charged for now, odd charges at restaurants. There's things now like kitchen appreciation fees where they make you tip the cooks or a fuel surcharge when gas prices make everything more expensive. So that's another thing. And then last, seeing a movie the day it comes out. You used to just have to line up, right, to get tickets. Well, now those tickets can actually cost more. Like when the Batman hit theaters in March, the major chains, they charged a buck or two per ticket for a while. So that may be a trend that we're going to see more and more of I now. didn't realize they were doing that. Yeah, just watch that ticket price. Uh, the the, uh, the $3 movies, though, is happening this Saturday. So if you didn't see Batman and they put it back out, you can see it for 3 bucks this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. 7 o'clock hour, 7.40, your tickets to Disneyland. And then we go live on the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on YouTube and Facebook. You can watch us the entire hour, and that starts in two minutes. Nikki Yor and Daisy on Mix 94.1. It is 7.03 Mercedes in the morning. We are live right now. The 7 a.m. social on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. You can also join us on Facebook Live as we broadcast this entire hour. Whether we are on the air or off the air, it's kind of fun to... We kind of have our own little club going on for off the air and things we talk about. So that's a lot of fun. Make sure you join us. We were talking earlier how we're going to be broadcasting live at Disneyland on Friday. Uh, Your Disney tickets actually this hour. So make sure you stick around. But... um, and I made the comment earlier how I every week for like the past month and then also including summer vacation, I, I've just been traveling a lot. So I, we had our summer vacation where we went out of the country and then we come back. We took a trip to San Diego to show my daughter around because she's going to school there. Then the next week we went to DJ school, which was in Chicago. Then the next week. Uh, we went back to San Diego to take my daughter to school. And then this week we're going to Anaheim. So I just feel like I've been living in an airport. I've been traveling so much, which thank goodness I, you know, for TSA pre-check, you got to love that clear, except I had an incident uh, coming back to Las Vegas from San Diego this past weekend that like, it kind of bugged me. Are you? Are you the person who gets who beeps when you go through security? I beeped coming back from Chicago multiple times. Did you? Yes. Did I, they but I'm, out I'm never, what it was? I'm never, I'm never the beeper. Uh, yeah, I was just, I was, it was early, so I wasn't really fully awake, and I have clear and everything, and TSA pre-check, so I got up there, and I'm just thinking, since I have clear and TSA, I, I can just walk through. So I go through, and it's my jewelry, beep, 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 like, ah. She's like, take it off. She's like, and it's the boots, too. I'm like, it's not the boots. The boots never beep. Yeah. And just take off the boots. Like, it's not the boots. 
She's like, okay. And so I walk through. She looks at me. She goes, it's the boots. Take the boots off. So I went back, took the boots off and go through. And then it, she was right. It's the boots. Oh, man. Well, I wouldn't. I, I am always the random checked. You know, when you go through and they, they just have a random screening that always lands on me. All the time. I don't know why I have such terrible luck when it comes to that. So I go through the screener. I uh, I actually got the random going there. So that took forever. They had to you know swab my hands and all this. And I was like, oh, whatever. But then coming back here, I was like, please don't get random. So I go through and it beeps. And I go random. And they're like, no, you're beeping. Go through again. So I was like, I'm looking at everything. I'm like, that's weird. Go through again. Beep. So they call a female screener over and I'm I'm thinking this is just going to be a quick, you know, scan me with a wand or something, whatever. She, she b- proceeds to tell me all the things she's about to do to me. And I'm like, excuse me. She she's like, I'm going to be patting you down with the back of my hands. Uh, I will be going from here, she's kind of showing me on my body, going from the top of my body. I will be doing the front area of you, the back area, in between your legs, on the outside of your legs. And I'm like, really? Can I just go through again? Like, what do I have on me? And so I'm just standing there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So she starts patting me down, patting, patting, patting uh, arms, the sides of me. I'm like, okay. And then we start going in the belt area. And she's patting me like, <laughs> did you ever see Rihanna on that award show where she's like patting her area? She was, you were getting checked down there to see if you had a weapon she's or like something? She's patting me there. Like, ba 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 was like, what? And I, my eyes got big and she's like, I'm almost done. And then she's patting me. I was, I was shocked. I was completely <laughs> like... She just touched me there. Like, not just once. It was like, bam, 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 bam. Like, She's double checking to make sure there's nothing there. She's playing, the, like playing the bongos. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, and, then, and then when she was done, she's like, okay, you're good. I'm like, yeah, I am good. <laughs> I need a shower. It was so bizarre. Is that how they're supposed to do it? I've never been patted down like that before. I haven't had that kind of pat. I, I don't think I ever had that kind of pat. I've had where they, they've gone up for the guys. They go up. They, they don't like. They don't like do a little <laughs> nut shot right there. I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, boy. yeah. I, I. It's always my luck. Always my luck. I mean, give yourself extra time going to Disney this week. Uh, that's what I, I said. I better get there two hours early so I can get my pat down. All I right. feel like I should pay her for it afterwards. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. Okay. How was that? Tickets for you to join us, or tickets your, your tickets to Disneyland. Coming up this hour, we have them at 740. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. That was two hit songs back-to-back right there. I mean, we play the hits. Whatever's big, whatever's trending, that's what we play. And with the, uh, all kinds of variety here on Mix 94.1. <laughs> i got to switch over to something here real fast. And let's talk about Lord because during a show in Washington, D.C. on Monday night, Lord told the crowd that she swam in the Potomac River. She said, quote, I love to swim in water where I'm playing. It makes me feel like I know you a bit. She was met with some uneasy laughter because the Potomac River is notoriously filthy. And this goes way back. Rumor has it that Abraham Lincoln tried to avoid D.C. in the summer because of the stench. And Lyndon Johnson uh, called it a national disgrace. 
So is Lord going to get sick? Probably not. The Potomac is much better now thanks to the Clean Water Act. In fact, in a recent study, uh, it, says, it says there are plenty of days, not every day, but there are plenty of days when it's safe to go swimming in the river. I'm sure she picked one of those safe days. I'm Hopefully sure. so. Here's some of the crowd reaction. I, you know, I lived in D.C. for five years, and yeah, you don't want to go on the Potomac River. Here, here's some of the crowd reacting to her. I was thinking today, I was lying in the, uh, the Potomac River. Little applause at first. I love getting to swim in water where I'm playing. It makes me feel like I know you. And then the chatter starts. Wait. Everyone's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Run while you can. Oh, my gosh. I just see her floating in the river. Like, oh, honey. That, Don't do it. That's like, you know, I know a lot of people love go, boating at the the lake, but have you seen all the memes with, like, skeletons in the water? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like... Mm-hmm. It's, there's certain parts of the lake that are awesome. There are certain parts that are rather murky. Well, they're, they're how the do awesome you know parts. they're awesome? You don't know what lies beneath. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Now, uh, during a Megan the Stallion show, someone threw their phone on stage while recording a video, and she stood over the phone and started twerking. Uh, she posted that video online and it is now her second most liked post of all time. People are going nuts with this video. I don't know how you do that with your butt. She's got moves. She's got such a good butt. She's and got the way moves. She moves it is so awesome. What do you think of this? Tom Hanks made a trivia game for Apple Arcade. It's called Hanks 101 Trivia. It comes out Friday. Now, there's no questions. It's not all going to be about Tom Hanks. There's like 58,000 questions about different subjects like history, science, food, art. But Tom Hanks is narrating the game. You can play solo or compete head-to-head with another player. The Tom Hanks trivia game. What do you think? If we did an actual Tom Hanks trivia game, I would like that. Tom Hanks to regular trivia? That's too hard. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love the guy, but I don't need him to give me my trivia. At first, when I read it, they said he narrated the game. Like, are you telling me he did all 58,000 questions? That's going to take years to record. Like, oh, he's probably just saying, hey, up next is yeah. the category of art. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about last one here. sync. So if Justin Timberlake doesn't want to do an sync reunion, that's kind of fine with the rest of the band because they said they could replace him. And Lance Bass said that he would want Darren Chris from Glee to take over. So if they go out on tour and Justin can't do it, they said, what about Darren Chris?" I like him. He's so talented. I, I mean, he's not going to be Justin, but he uh, he's a, a good substitute, I'd say. Look at the uh, the dude with Journey. And then also John Mayer fills in for uh, one of the guys that's no longer in The Grateful Dead. That's what happens out there. I just, I do feel like it's just a Darren Chris concert, though. With, <laughs> with the guys from Pitsync there. With the exception of Jay Z Chazé, he he's he's got the winning voice. His voice should have been the 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 center of Insync the the whole time. I will stick by that. I think he had the best voice in the group. A lot of people agree with you. You brought that up before, and there's a lot of people out there that are on the side of Jay Z on that one. Come, I can just see the, the the headline live at Allegiant Stadium. Darren Chris with backup dancers in sync with special appearance by four <laughs> of the five in sinkers <laughs> uh, by the way so in sync they formed in 95 obviously became one of the, the biggest boy bands of all time they did their celebrity tour in 2002 that earned 30 million dollars and then they went on a hiatus which has now lasted 20 years oh uh, complete yeah. opposite of the bts hiatus yes they're because they're still doing stuff mm. and jk's birthday our baby star candy is going to be 25 here today or tomorrow or what day is it? 31st. 
uh, I think it's the first, but is it the first there? We start celebrating him a day early. That's how special he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-day celebration. This hour, those tickets for you to Disneyland. We have them for you at 740. It's mixed. We turn it up. Do you subscribe to the idea that if you don't want the honest answer, don't ask the question? Do you feel that way? Or if you're asking a question, do you expect someone to tell you and maybe sugarcoat it a little bit? Depends on what I'm asking about. I do appreciate sometimes brutal honesty, but other times I do want it to be a little sugarcoated. Like, oh, you didn't be that brutal. You just told me that it didn't look good. A little, little too hard on me. Someone uh, had some brutal honesty thrown their way, and it was Steph's husband, James, who is seriously one of the nicest people you will ever meet. And uh, did he get his feelings hurt? You know, he's actually really tough skin. And when he asks for honesty or a question, he expects honesty. And that's what happened to him yesterday. And I was kind of nervous when he asked. It. I was like, oh, boy, because I knew what the answer was. But it did the lady he asked, was she going to tell the truth? So we get our nails done. And it was just him this time. I was like, you got to go to my lady. She's awesome. And he was getting his pedicure, just, you know, a cleanup, uh, no, n- nails trimmed, all that good stuff. So I was watching, just hanging out. And he asked the question to our nail lady. Um, are my are my calluses really bad? Immediately. Oh, yeah. She's like n- nodding her head up and down. I was like, oh, boy. Oh, not even a pause. Like, let me look. Let me analyze. Mm. She's like, yes, absolutely. No hesitation right away. And he laughed. He goes, I knew. I knew you were going to say yes. I just needed to hear it. And she was like, you know what? It's okay because a lot of these people, especially men, they just, they, you know, they, they, they kind of get it taken away. They let it go away from them. Us ladies, I feel like we maintain our feet. We go to our nails more often. JC, you get your nails done too, right? I feel like you're one of the men that go often. I do. I get. I do. I, I don't do pedicures. I do manicures. Oh, okay. And so, and I used to have really, really bad calluses to the point where the, the Laura couldn't stand them. They were they were pretty hard. So I wear gloves all the time when I work out now to try to minimize them, but they're still there. But does James have them on his hands? Because it was a couple weeks ago I started picking at my calluses, in like a piece of like dead skin was sticking out and it was like a nail like i was like i rubbed your arm she's like what is that on your hand i left a scrape on her. i'm like oh my gosh it's one of the calluses oh no it's mostly his feet and she was picking at other things on his feet that i've never well, i've never seen before oh my gosh <laughs> like corns and stuff i don't know if they're corns but i think she was corn. saying it's corns <laughs> she's singing it's corns a big lump of nuts there on your foot there on your foot with all the cracks and the callus james <laughs> has corn <laughs> no and then and afterwards, I was so grateful for her because I was saying, I think that you need to hear this honesty from someone else other than your spouse or your partner. So I'm very grateful for her honesty. And even on top of her honesty, James is like, you know what, for your honesty and for giving me main tips on how to keep away from my corns or gals, here's an extra tip. So that was really sweet oh, of him. Oh, he gave her a corn tip. <laughs> it's a corn tip. <laughs> um, is there like a time that someone was brutally honest with you and what, what did they say? And did you bring it on yourself by asking? Um, also, I have a question when it comes to feet. Do you, uh, what is it called when like you're, you, uh, like you have your foot and then like the side of it maybe gets like, it starts widening out by, you know what I mean? It's it, like a callus on the side of your it's foot? It's not a callus. It just kind of, it's almost like the bone starts forming that way because you wear certain kind of shoes and stuff. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I was, I was like trying to 
find out if there's some sort of like contraption you could wear on your feet. Because I noticed on my right foot, like it's just starting to bend out a little bit in a in a weird way. And I think it's because of the shoes that I wear. And I didn't know if there's like some sort of like a, a sling or something you can put on your foot to straighten it out. Because like I'll move my, my pinky toe and it'll be straight. Is it a bunion? It's a bunion? Oh my gosh, I think I'm getting a bunion. You got bunion. It's, it's, it's only on one foot. Yeah, because I got a bunion on my right foot. It's like, it, but I, it, to me, it feels like a callus. Does it feel like a callus? No, it just bends. Is it the bone? It, it just bends different. I would show you guys, but I'm not putting my feet on our 7 a.m. social. It just, one side just kind of goes out a little more, and I've noticed it. And, but if I push on it, then it looks straight again. And I'm like, there's, I, maybe I should tape my feet so it just stays straight, and maybe it'll. It'll stay that way? I don't know. Is it how you walk, too? Because I walk, you look at my shoes, my shoes are like this. They're a little lopsided because it's the way I walk. I kind of walk on the sides of my feet. I don't walk flat-footed. So is it the way you walk? All these years walking a certain way, it's not the shoe. It's just the way you walk. You maybe put more pressure on your right foot, and yet years after years of just buildup has kind of changed the formation of your right foot. I think that you, if you end up, you know, figuring out what it is, you can sell your feet pictures for extra. <laughs> you know, twenty dollars extra for my bunion foot, but my regular foot, you know, average price. That's I don't know if anyone would want to buy that. It says that bunion is most likely to develop when susceptible feet are repeatedly squeezed into narrow, pointed toe footwear. And I wear heels a lot. So, yeah, there you go. But I'm looking at the pictures, and they're all on the inside of your foot. Mine's on the outside of my foot. So I don't know. We'll make a song about it. Bunions. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll be the new hit. Uh, it, what can we say? You got the bunions. We got the bunions. There's something there. I'm going to write something. You got a hit song right there. TikTok it. Disneyland tickets. We have them for you in about five minutes. Less than five minutes. Also, the hot threes up next. What do you have for us? Okay. We are going to talk about uh, Labor Day travel. Expected to hit pre-pandemic levels. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, do kids enjoy learning about your hobbies as a parent what are we teaching them about the things we're interested in? And uh, a bar in L.A. has m- raised the minimum age for entry to this age. It's not 21. It's actually older. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bush, that song is still in the top five. It's the number four uh, song in the country right now. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Hey, good morning, Alex. Hi, good morning. You are caller 20. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Congrats. 
congratulations. You've got oh four two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Plus, plus you are qualified for a vacation for four, including a two-night stay at a Disneyland Resort hotel and three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Alex, for listening. You are all set. And we have your tickets to Disneyland still to come now in the 9 o'clock hour, 940 on your tickets to Disneyland. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. The number of Americans traveling for the Labor Day weekend is expected to rise back up to pre-pandemic levels. Travel companies are saying that a lot of Americans are squeezing in one more trip on the holiday, the final holiday weekend of the summer, despite higher airfares, flight disruptions, all the craziness that's going on. Um, the travel booking app Hopper says this Labor Day weekend may be tied with Memorial Day as the busiest travel weekend of the summer. Anyone staying longer in Disneyland? We fly out tomorrow after the show to go to Disneyland and then come back. Uh, scheduled to come back Friday unless you want to stay longer. Is anyone staying longer? We wanted to, but we, yeah, we, we couldn't make it happen. So we're we're just coming back. But So we'll be around all weekend. Um, a friend of ours is having a, a get together. It's her, her son's birthday party. So we're going to go and spend some time with them. Super excited about that. And then, um, yeah, that's it kind of for us. We're staying in town. Like I said, I've been traveling for the past month every single week. So I'm kind of excited to, to chill at, at the house. How about you? Uh, coming back from Disneyland Friday after the show. And then so we do our, our, our dinner every Friday night. It's a place called Other Mama. And the main bartender there, his name is Coop. He's been there for seven years since the place opened. He told us last Friday that this this week is going to be his last week. He's leaving to go to pursue his career in art. We're super excited for him. But we're like, oh, my gosh, we're definitely getting back in time to go do dinner with him on Friday night because uh, we always sit at the bar. And then Sunday is his last night. And they were talking about it last weekend. He's like, yeah, my final night is Sunday. We're going to have like a big you know, goodbye party here. I'm like, ah, too bad. We got work on Monday. And then the manager's like, dude, Monday's Labor Day. I'm like, whoa. So we'll be there. We're, I'll be there. We'll be there Friday <laughs> night, recover Saturday, and go back on Sunday night for his big farewell party. That sounds like fun. Um, also, this morning, no matter how much you want to be like a cool parent, let's be honest. There is a, a very narrow overlap between hobbies that are interesting to both kids and adults. Or, or is there? In a recent survey, 61% of parents with preteens claim they are eager to to learn more about their kids' hobbies or interests. And 63% say they are trying to teach their kids to appreciate hobbies they enjoy with the hope that they might take to them too. The ones mentioned in the survey are fairly kid-friendly already, like sports, video games, card games, trivia, along with music and TV. It seems like the parents are trying to introduce their kids to hobbies and interests that they had when they were younger. So they are trying to establish an overlap. There was no mention of adults leaving their comfort zones to embrace real kid, real kid hobbies like Minecraft, Roblox, TikTok, stuff like that, or kids embracing real adult hobbies like, uh, you know, homebrewing, I don't know, watching HGTV, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. I feel like you've, you really embrace your, your daughter's hobbies and their interests. Look at the, your love of BTS came from your daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I have a TikTok. I have more followers than they do on TikTok. Uh, I do that. Uh, but they're interested. You know, they both played volleyball, which, you know, I played for years and just love the sport and I remember though when my when my oldest decided she didn't want to play anymore in high school she played for one year in high school and she's like I think I'm done I want to concentrate on school I was so sad I didn't tell her but I was like oh 
I, I, that was like our bond. We could talk about, you know, rotations and positions and this and that. And, oh, so my youngest, she's very much into it. She plays, you know, for school. She plays for club. And I asked her, I'm like, are you going to play through high school? And she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, yes. Because I love going to the games. I love watching them play. I have a few things on this. I remember when Sophie made that decision. That was a big, that was a was big, so I remember. Yeah, but you weren't like, you didn't force her. No. You supported her with her decisions. I remember talking about that on the show. Uh, secondly, with Brooklyn, you mentioned she had uh, auditioned or tried out for that kind of older league and she made it. When does that all start for her? Um, so her school season, they're practicing right now. As soon as the school season is over, that one kicks in. So uh, the school season I usually lasts like a month and a half or, or something like that. So it'll be pretty soon but they have like open gyms that you can go and work out with the team and, and all sorts of stuff my final thing on volleyball and you is what you ever think about being a coach i think you'd be a really really good volleyball coach i yeah i've been asked to be a coach uh, several times it's just a time thing yeah like i would really want to commit to it so if if i could drop something else that i have on my plate then i definitely will do it but i yeah i want to be a coach i i think i think i've coached before and i loved it and i think i'm a pretty decent coach so well, I think yeah. you'd be a great coach. You're just for a mentoring these young ladies, and then just your skill set too. And would you ever considering like, let's say things you had the opportunity once Brooklyn's done? Would you ever consider coaching, regardless of your daughter's status, playing volleyball? Oh yeah, I I don't want to coach my kid. Okay, yeah, that's oh, tough. I will never coach my child. There's no way it would be a team where I don't know anyone initially because. You know, if you've ever been coached, I, I had a couple of teammates that the parent coached us for various sports. And they were always either so lenient on their child or so brutal on their child. There was no, like, in between. It's hard. It's a hard thing to balance because yeah. everyone's going to judge you whatever decision you make, whether you, you want to put your kid, kid in and that's the right call or people think, well, he's only putting his son in. because yeah, it's They're a, in the starting lineup and yeah. they're terrible. Like, how does that happen? Exactly. <laughs> um, that's, oh, no, no, I have one more here. Okay, finally this morning, have you ever been to a bar and thought, man... I I feel old at this this club or or I feel like so young. Everyone here is so old. Well, th- there's a place that is completely feeling your vibe on that. It's a bar in L.A. called the Melody Bar and Grill, and they have a policy that you have to be 30 years old to get in on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, some some women posted a TikTok saying they were carded and then rejected because they were still in their 20s. Now there's no rule against a bar doing this, and while it might seem like a very questionable business strategy. A lot of older adults are celebrating the place in the comments. One person said, all the 30-year-olds are like, take me to the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another said, I know it hurts right now, but when you're 30, you'll understand. Yet another one said, that seems nice. I bet the bathrooms are very clean. <laughs> <laughs> Even the person who posted the TikTok admitted that they'd probably like the policy in a few years. Then they're totally cool, cool with the rule. Doing 40, 40 and up, 50, make keep, keep going forward. No, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I mean, uh. some of these senior centers look fantastic. Oh my gosh, they're amazing! <laughs> the like senior we, centers, JC wants to hang with the like, the, the senior centers, yeah, like the, the living places and stuff. Like oh, the they're community, beautiful. they're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, you do what? You have dancing every night. You have this. You have games. You have activities. How do you get in? Well, you got to wait a couple years. <laughs> Darn it! I still got some time. Yeah, this uh, eight o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to the Age of Chivalry. We have them for you at eight twenty-five. It is eight oh two Wednesday morning, and. Uh, what? Who did you see yesterday? Dave Gosher. 
Aww. He sends his love. He was, a- he was actually asking. It was asking me how your trip to Paris was because he said he saw it on Instagram. I was at Postal Pros there in Summerlin. And I go walking in, and he just kind of turns around I'm like, "Hey, hey, Dave, how's it going?" And we start chit chatting. He is such a sweet man. He's, He's such a awesome. nice guy. I love that guy. Um, how's he doing? He, what, what has he been up to? He is getting ready for the season to, to start here in a few, or everything to start firing up here in a few weeks. He, he's going back to the East Coast. Him and his wife have a little property out there. He was telling me, so he's going to travel back to the East Coast and visit their property back east, and then come back and just get ready for the the new hockey season. Wow, it, I, I'm so excited to hear their voices again. I miss it. It's like, man. Uh, when, when does hockey start? Let's get going already. Yeah, it's just like talking to him. You shut your eyes and you hear that, hear his voice. And same when you see Shane Knighty and stuff. I, I think it's so neat when you see a Golden Knight or a Raider out in public just doing like everyday thing. When have you seen a, a member of our Golden Knights or the Raiders or the Aces out and about around town doing some stuff? This would have been shortly after we had Riley Smith in studio talking about the big celebrity softball game this past summer. I was in Whole Foods and I saw him grocery shopping in Whole Foods. Oh, did you talk to him? No, I didn't say anything to Aww. him. He was, uh, but it was so funny because he was looking at cucumbers. He was holding up cucumbers. He was making some, getting ingredients for a big salad, I'm guessing. But he was looking at the cucumbers, and then um, I saw him like twice in the grocery store. I didn't say anything, but yeah, it's neat seeing like a, a Vegas Golden Knight out grocery shopping. Do you? Uh, what was your like locals celebrity sighting? Where I mean, maybe it was it's someone who's big on a national level, but like locally, you know who they are, and and where did you see them? It's, uh, I always get kind of geeked out when I see them. I remember when Flurry was here and we just got out of a movie. We walked out of a movie and uh, we we were at Red Rock and all of a sudden my daughter just runs away. And I'm like, where did she go? And I, I see her running towards this really tall man. I'm like, who's that? So I start walking up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Flurry. And she says something to him and he smiles and he like nods and talks to her for a second. And I pull out my phone and I was like, you know what? No, he's with his kids. I put it away and he waved to me and I was like, hi. And then she came back. I'm like, what did you do? Why'd you go up to him? She goes, I just had to tell him how wonderful he is and that he's my favorite player. I was like, Oh, that was really nice of you. But yeah, he was with his, his daughters. So uh, we just wanted to kind of leave him alone. But it's neat, it's neat seeing him, though, like seeing him in the movie theater. And look how sweet he is. He, your daughter comes up and says, this is high. And they start chit-chatting. He's, he was so not what I expected in person the first time I saw him. He's so tall and, and thin. Like, not, you know what I mean, but yeah. just, he's got all those pads on because it just makes him look monstrous. <laughs> and so when I saw him, he's like slender, obviously very fit. And I was just like, that is not what I thought. But did you see a random ce- local celebrity sighting? And, and where was it? Did you say anything? Um, call us and let us know. Let's talk to Sierra. Sierra, who did you run into locally? I ran into Nick Carter. From the Backstreet Boys. Yes, he lives here. Where were you? Um, I was, We were at the pediatrician's office. I'm going to keep that private. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, at the pediatrician's office, um, he was there with his daughter, and he was super nice. Um, I didn't acknowledge. I didn't want to ruin it and freak him out. So I, I think he knew I knew who he was, but he shared his donuts with us, and our kids hung out. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love that. You share it. Yeah. You just don't you don't want to make them feel weird. So you just shh, don't do anything. Just a little acknowledgement. Just cool to see them out and about doing their thing. So, yeah, Dave Gosher send, sends his love to everyone. I love that. Oh, we're getting some text here. Uh, my family and I were at downtown Summerlin, saw Carrot Top. He was very nice. 
This one says, I once saw George Wallace loading groceries into his car outside of Smith's. Uh, really quick, Kaylee, you had some VGK sightings. What was yours? Uh, yeah, my son plays hockey, and he played hockey with Patch Reddy's March Assaults and Dad Nums. Kids. Oh, with the kids? I was like, with them? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. He must be really no, no, good. No, <laughs> no with their kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Wow. So, someone just texted us uh, as when I worked at Nordstrom, I would text my sister-in-law to tell her, Matt is here to return Mercedes Rent the Runway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so true. That's great. I used to do Rent the Runway, and you could return it to this box at Nordstrom, and he's like, I'll take it back for you. So he would always return my Rent the Runway. Let's see you coming in. The madness coming in. Take care. That's great. Now, coming up here, your tickets to the Age of Chivalry. Those are yours when you win Heads Up. And we'll do that right around 825. The Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival is back this year at Sunset Park. And you are going because those tickets for you are coming up in just about five minutes. One of my uh, girlfriends posted something um, on social media yesterday. She made a post on Reddit. And it got, like, a ton of, like, up likes or whatever on Reddit. And it was so funny because it was something that that she didn't think would go very far. But uh, she she didn't make the original post, but she commented on it. And uh, she she posted a screenshot of it. The, the question was, um, what is something a school teacher did to you that would not fly today? So everybody was commenting. And one in her comment got so many comments on it she was talking about i'm trying to find the screenshot of it uh she said sixth grade teacher miss sullivan would take three kids every friday to mcdonald's for lunch she was cool as hell smoked during the drive and everything (laughs) so her teacher would take like three students to, to mcdonald's every friday smoke in the car and that would never fly oh, no. today, ever. So many different levels. One, <laughs> taking a kid off campus, right? <laughs> Could you imagine that? Two, going to get fast food. There'd be an issue with that, I'm sure. And then three, smoking. <laughs> I do remember the, that there was smoking allowed in the teacher's lounge at my elementary school. <laughs> I think I, after that, there was like, that was not mm-hmm. allowed. But I remember in elementary school, we had these two teachers, Miss Boyd and Miss Carlson, and they would smoke. They always smelled like smoke. It just even their classroom smelled like smoke. I mean, it was. And if you walked by the teachers' lounge and they were in there, you could just <laughs> smell the nicotine so bad. The teachers' lounge was like a forbidden area. I remember we had one in uh, went to Catholic school, kindergarten to eighth grade, and. Looking back at that school, I was in every single nook and cranny of that school at one point, but I was never in the teacher's lounge. That was off limits. Every once in a while, the door would, would open, and I would see a teacher in there. They are all laughing. <laughs> what goes on in the teacher's lounge? And I'm pretty sure they were smoking as well back there. It's so funny. What what happened to you in, in school? What, or what's something a school teacher did? That would not fly today. No way that would fly today. Uh, let us know. Can you beat going to McDonald's for lunch with the teacher who smokes in their car? I really thought that that was hilarious. I do remember once. Um, I don't know if I've told this story before. I've had I've had several teachers do some questionable things. But the one that I may have mentioned was Mr. Osi. He was my math teacher in high school. One of my favorite teachers. I really did like him a lot. But one day he was, he had just had it. 
He had had it with our class. Everybody was talking. He was trying to give a lecture. I remember he was, we had a whiteboard. I remember he had the marker in his hand and someone made a comment or someone just finally put him over the edge and he turned around. He took the cap from the marker and he just threw it towards us. And he's like, I told you to shut up. And he <laughs> threw the cap in our direction. We all like ducked and we're like, ah, I th- it ended up hitting the wall behind us super hard though. And like, how do you recover from that? We were all like, he's like, stop talking. And then he's like, Okay, now, so with the Pythagorean theorem, you see here that blah, blah, blah. And we were just, like, mortified because he never did anything like that. It was actually scary. I looked at him differently after that because I, I, he chose violence that day. <laughs> <laughs> but it always gets me the recovery. He launches that cap at you, but then, like that. Okay, let's go back. He goes yeah, right back to the lesson. It was like nothing happened. He completely changed on us. So that was something that I don't, I don't think would fly today. Heck no. Maybe it would. Maybe it happens, but what what did a teacher do that would not fly today with you? Let's talk to Carl. Carl, what happened to you? Morning, guys. Uh, I went to Catholic school, and Sister John Catherine used to make us, when you're bad, she would make you kneel in the back of the classroom with your arms out. She would put erasers, the blackboard erasers, on your arms, and if one fell, she'd smack you upside the head or rack down your knuckles with her pointer stick or yardstick. Oh, my God. Catholic schools back in the day, they were what? savages, Carl. Oh, my gosh. Not only, not only were they allowed to spank you, but my parents encouraged it. Oh, wow. Oh. Please spank my child so I don't have to. You be the bad guy. <laughs> ah, that's a great story, Carl. Thank you so much. Uh, this text just came in. It says, my high school uh, history teacher would have me go get his coffee in his truck. <laughs> go get my coffee. Play him with your license, too. You got it. That's that's hilarious. This one says, in high school, my biology teacher would put a dunce hat on me when I didn't answer the question correctly. So mortifying. My son in 2006, his woman, uh, his woman teacher would bring him home from school and smoked pot with him. I put a stop to that when I found out. Are you kidding me? None of this stuff. Imagine, imagine any of this stuff happening to your kid today. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk to Wendy. Wendy, what happened to you? Um, when I was in middle school, my teacher, Mrs. Merriweather, I had her for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. She used to go by us and hit us on the head with her knuckles. Just, um, just because we were bad children. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean that physical, that physical punishment just doesn't bode well with me. My kid comes home, tells me she got smacked upside the head with a knuckle. I feel like, what? excuse me. <laughs> Where the teacher throws a cap? Or the, hey, they, how was school? Oh, we went to McDonald's. What? Yeah, teacher took me there. Okay, how was it? Oh, she smoked on the way over there. Cool. Get this one. This is this is life. Hashtag life in Vegas. I'm listening online. Not sure if you're still talking about this, but I grew up in Vegas. So in middle school, they brought a full size craps table in and taught us how to play to teach us about odds and percentages. That's actually really brilliant. Yeah, I would appreciate that. You know, Teaching that way, you how to gamble. You know how to play? Yeah. <laughs> that confused me. You walk in. They're like, I don't know how to play that game. Let's keep on walking. Come on. 
Hard six. Hard six. Yeah. While smoking. <laughs> Hot uh, heads up right now. Let's do this. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. And this is a fun prize for you. We've got your four pack of tickets to of three day passes, actually, to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival at Sunset Park happening in October. Your tickets right now. Just be caller 20. We will get you some categories to pick from. You get to choose your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're winning these tickets. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hey, you are in for Heads Up. You get to play for these Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival tickets. So... Pick a category. Do you want to go with Kevin Bacon, Wine and Dine, or Pretty in Pink? Uh, wine and Dine. Wine and Dine. It is uh, Red Wine Day was on Sunday. So these are all things that are associated with wine. Now, who okay. do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. Excellent choice. Great choice, why. Lisa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win those tickets, and you start now. You stomp these to make the wine. Great. Yes. The grapes are grown in one of these. A what? A uh, vine? Uh, uh, well, yeah, but the whole place is called a what? Orchard? Uh, not an orchard, but uh, put the two together, and you have a what? Uh, wine orchard? No, let's pass that. Um, okay. This is how you open a bottle of wine. You use one of these. You screw it. Oh. A corkscrew? Uh, judges. Judges. Oh, good. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. You pour wow. your wine in one of these. A wine glass. Yes. This is a pink colored wine. Um, oh, pass. Okay. This is um, things with uh, this make you drunk. It has what in it? Alcohol. Yes. Um, you might go to one of these and, and try different varieties. You Ten go, seconds. Wine tasting. Yes. Um, this is my, uh, my favorite kind of wine. It's uh, it, I'll have this, please. Merlot? Uh, no, let's pass. Um, oh! oh! No! Dang! Oh, no! Okay. Well, we got stuck on Vineyard, first of all. Oh, Vineyard. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the judges were very gracious on giving us corkscrew because <laughs> I said I, I said screw. But we wasted some time waiting for the decision on that. I, I looked at the one judge. I, I don't think she's paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we passed on Rosé. That was the one. Rosé. Oh, okay. Lisa, thank you so much for trying. I'm so sorry that we couldn't make you a winner. But that means color 20 right now. We are going to get you these three-day passes to check out the Renaissance Festival. It's going to be a lot of fun. Caller 20, you get to go. 702-364-9400. Did you talk about this with Madonna? and Or did I say this on TV about her setting a new record for with number ones? Did you talk about oh, that? Oh, the Billboard chart. She became a woman to hit him in certain decades? Yeah, yes. like huh? she's, a, she's the first woman to have... Um, like a number one hit in the last five decades, or is it five decades? Eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and 
2020s. Oh my gosh, that's quite an accomplishment. She just released uh, an album full of dance remixes of all of her hit songs. I don't have any of those, but of course I have some classic Madonna right here. It's called Finally Enough Love. It came out in mid-August. Do you have a favorite Madonna song? Ooh, um, I mean, I like Vogue it jumps out, but back to the early, early 80s Madonna. I like that as well. My favorite, I, I'm sure we don't even have it. Do you remember the song Burning Up? Uh, step with it and if we do have it. Oh, uh, I, I don't even know if it would be in our library, honestly. But that 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 is like my favorite Madonna song. I'm burning up because I'm on fire. Eighties, nineties. Can't can't try desire. Um, that was eighties. Eighties. Yeah. I think it was off of her very first album, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I yeah, I would go back and listen to because I would only became familiar with Madonna when uh, the Like a Virgin album I came out. I didn't realize she had stuff before that, and so she did have one before that. Um, and I went back and listened to all that, and I, I I'm pretty sure it was on that one. I loved that song. That was my that's my favorite Madonna song ever. With this dance album she has out, there's 50 tracks on this thing. 50? 50. I mean, she's holding oh so many gosh. hit songs. She just she put out fit. There's 50 tracks on this. So what she did. Recently, she did. So the album's called Finally Enough Love. She did a thing on YouTube called Finally Enough Talk, where she was peppered with 50 questions. And a lot of it's about her music, but there's some random questions in there. So we went through. We've got 15 questions that Madonna was asked. Oh, boy. And I think we could ask, you know, go around the room and kind of answer some of these questions. Okay. Is this going to be like... Safe for radio stuff? Or yeah, they're totally safe. I mean, okay. Madonna, with Madonna, you just don't know. Madonna's Madonna's answers. I'm just going to give you the question. Some of Madonna's okay. answers, she turned into the sexual stuff. It's of like, course. okay, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worth a watch because some of the questions are like, what's your favorite color? Oh, the color of sex. Oh, it's like, okay. Gosh. It's Wait, blue. Why do you have to be so seductive? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the first one. Okay. What is something you've learned or wisdom that you can share with the rest of us? Whoa, wisdom that you could share with the rest of us? Here's Madonna. I don't have all of Madonna, Madonna's answers, but here's some, here, this is Madonna's answers to, to that one. The biggest lesson I have learned in this life is none of this is real. None of this is real? <laughs> like it's all the metaverse or what? It's just we're all living in pods. It's like the Matrix. According to Madonna, yeah. Oh, Let the question, question one more time. What is something you've learned or wisdom that you can share with the rest of us? I would say if I had to answer that, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is not real. I would say live presently. The past already happened. You can't change it. The future has not come yet. But if you look too far into it, you're missing what's happening right in front of you. That's good. That's what I would say. It's better advice than Madonna. Yeah. This is not here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. What's your nickname, Madge? (laughs) Madge. Thanks, Madge. Uh (laughs) All right. Question number two. Current favorite obsession? Go ahead. Uh, my current favorite obsession is that corn song. I was going to say corn kid too. <laughs> corn kid. That's the first thing I thought of was the corn kid. Corn kid. We played the actual song this morning. I think we should play it again. Uh, I've been, we're talking about this guy right here. Me? I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. Corn kid. Is that your answer as well? Yep. Okay. I, I agree with that 100%. Here's uh, another question. Madonna's 50 questions. What's a decision you made that looking back maybe wasn't the best idea? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Everything happens for a reason in life. Yes, yes, That's my yes. advice. <laughs> I would say um, the night before last, I ate a bunch of uh, Swedish fish. Wasn't feeling my best the next morning. That would, that would be the most recent one. But I thought of some other things in the past. But you're right. They got you to the here and now. What, what would yeah, you say? I would do something with like maybe alcohol or something. I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but there's you know, a couple nights where you go out and you have three drinks and do that fourth one. Like, ah, that was dumb. Why did I do that fourth one? Yeah. I didn't need that one. I'm hurting the next morning. Yeah. Uh, this one here. If you can only wear one thing for the rest of your life, what would that be? A smile on my face. <laughs> Is that what she said? I don't have her answer um, on that one. She probably said, not a single thing. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday suit. <laughs> um, I would say some comfy yoga pants and a BTS t-shirt. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> so comfy. What about you? Uh, Your boots. I would say I'm, already, I'm already living the dream. My boots. <laughs> I wear my boots every day. Uh, this here's another one from Madonna. And I was kind of bummed. I watched a lot of these. I wanted like honest answers from Madonna, but everything's sexual with her. Here's another one. What type of music do you listen to? Oh, gosh. What did she say? Uh, music I can make love to. Really? Uh, no, here it is. I listen to good music. Good music. <laughs> Oh, as opposed to us who listen to bad music, what what would you say? Eighties, uh, eighties, and now, like I said, I'm starting starting to get more back into nineties music. But majority of time, I'm listening to eighties music. I would say uh, hip hop and BTS. <laughs> That's what I listen to. <laughs> Good music. Yes. Madonna. Next question. Your biggest pet peeve. What's your biggest pet peeve? Mine is people that don't say thank you. Oh, that's a great one. It's just like when it's assumed that, you know, you're going to just do something and then they just take it and they don't say thank you. And it's like, wow, that that was rude. OK, yeah. So the, for me, it's it's that. Let's get to Madonna's. What do you think Madonna's answer is going to be? Her yeah. biggest pet peeve. <laughs> when my lover gets my name wrong in uh, the bedroom. I, I think she would say like people that aren't open minded behind closed doors. Here's Madonna's answer. My biggest pet peeve is lazy people. Oh, okay. oh. well, that, that was a good answer, actually. <laughs> That's a real good one. Uh, my pet peeve right now is people at the gym that leave the equipment sweaty and don't wipe it down. Like, uh, come on, dude, wipe it down. Yuck. Let's uh, pick a number between 7 and 15. We'll do one more. 13. 13. Here we go. What would you say if you met yourself from the future right now? Well, uh, what would I say? I, You know what? Just being serious, like I, I could come up with some funny answer, but uh, I would say... Hang in there. Hang in there. It, it, it's going to get better. That's what I would say. But no, wait, you're, you're meeting like future you, oh, future, future you, Mercedes oh, future from 2050. Me. I would say hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. 2050 Mercedes shows up oh, and like, mean, hey, I'm oh, you from the future. Future one. I would say continue to use your sunscreen and um, don't be so hard. Or, meeting future... Oh, I, I would say, I'm glad you continue to use your sunscreen. And also, uh, why are you wearing those weird clothes? That's why. Because I have a feeling I'm going to wear something that I I absolutely hate. In 2050? Yeah. What would you say to your future self? Dude, you're still wearing the boots. <laughs> those are some good boots. you you got to find out the manufacturer and ask to be a spokesperson for them. Like, I've had these boots 
for 750 years and they're still they're still working. That's a, that is a good question. Mostly, like, hey, if you can go back and tell yourself something, future you shows up. What do you say to that person? Like, what are you doing here, man? Yeah, no kidding. Future you. Yeah, I'm so confused by that question. I don't even know how to answer that. Future me. I would say, do you know the lottery number? Go buy a ticket. Oh, you're you're telling future you? Yeah, but future then you me, would but... have to tell them like six twenty nine thirty two. Da da da. Get it. But future me. Or no. No. I'm so confused. I should have picked number 15 instead. (laughs) Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about guys who who do this have a much better sex life. What is it? Also, exposure to this could speed up the aging process. And I guarantee you've already been exposed to it today. We'll tell you what it is. And a pilot threatened to turn a plane around. Because the passengers, some of the passengers were doing this. We'll tell you what it was coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new study is revealing that men who take on an equal share of housework will quite often end up with more snuggle time hey i'm i'm curious did anybody try that uh phrase that we that uh, everyone tried yesterday on uh how to get your your wife to be like mm, that makes them uh excited every time they hear it oh did, did yeah you try that with your wife you look hot wow no you gotta it's not you look hot I, hey you look hot okay, how did you say it oh my gosh you look hot oh my gosh you look hot I didn't use it last night. You got to try it. I'll try it this weekend. Okay. I want to know if it works. Anyway, I'll text you. Back to, yeah, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> hey, it works. Guess what I'm doing now? <laughs> Six minutes later. I'm done. Thanks again. <laughs> Whether it's washing the dishes or doing the laundry, men are generally perceived to have a greater aversion to doing domestic chores than women. But new research suggests men can improve their sex life by taking more of a responsibility for the tasks that need doing around the home. So they surveyed a bunch of women in heterosexual relationships about about their bedroom lives and who did the most household jobs and the more equally that the chores were shared the greater the woman's feelings of relationship satisfaction and in turn desire the study authors say that sexual sparks fly when the male partners take on a fair share of physical and mental loads women are still doing 70 minutes more uh, as far as household chores a uh, day than than men, uh, but women spend an average of two hours and forty nine minutes cooking, cleaning, doing the dishes, and laundry. But men spend only an hour and thirty nine minutes on similar jobs. I don't know if anyone called in, but does that guy still exist? Obviously, I guess with this with a study, but that husband who just doesn't do anything, doesn't do the house chores, comes home, cook his meals for everything. Does that guy still exist? I guarantee I've... he does. Oh, I'm so sorry, ladies, if that's your guy. <laughs> Maybe they like that. Maybe they, that's the, where they get their sense of. It, it's different for everyone. True, you know? true. We cannot judge. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, help out around the house, guys. I feel like all my, I know all my buddies do. I know Matt does a lot of stuff around the house. I just, I feel like that stereotype has hopefully has changed through the years, and and you would like to see it change. Well, maybe he is working. Uh, you know, long hours and he comes home and he just wants to have his drink ready for him and dinner on the table. And I'm not cleaning the house. 
That's a woman's job. <laughs> Take kid, the trash kid, out. Kid needs his diaper changed. I don't do diapers. I'm not going to go to bed. It. Oh, man. Take my shoes off. There's uh, someone in our family. I'm not going to say who. Not my immediate family. I'll just leave it at that. And there, it was that mentality. I'm not touching no dirty diaper. I don't do that. I'm like, this is this is literally your child. Your, yeah, it's your baby. Change your kid's diaper. It, it was, uh, I was so annoyed by that. I'd be annoyed too. I don't yeah. even know this person. I'm annoyed with him. Change the diaper. It's your child. Alert. I Matt had it down to a science. I It was like a pit stop. It was, you know, a NASCAR. <laughs> it was like, like he could do it so fast it was so impressive me i'm like taking my sweet time like cleaning making sure we got everything going airing things out he's like (laughs) there's the baby and the diaper genie what are the things called they dispose of the diaper oh those are disgusting don't waste your money on those like it's just turning him into like diaper sausages like poop and pee sausages don't do it Because it wraps them up, and then it makes like a little like knot on the ends, and then they're all attached. So it looks like a big old thing of sausages. And sitting in your room, like it's yeah, it smells disgusting. Ugh. Just throw them in a plastic bag. It's not. It's not great for the landfills. I will oh, say gosh. that. Um, also, this morning, researchers are throwing red flags up about the blue light that devices give off. We already know it causes eye strain, but a new study shows it can accelerate the aging process. Scientists use fruit flies to test the theory since they have similar cellular makeup to humans. I just picture these fruit flies like looking at these blue, like these mini little iPhones <laughs> for fruit flies. These poor guys. And then they start probably... getting wrinkles under their little fruit fly eyes. They can't go to California. <laughs> They're banned from going over there, and now they're stuck here, and they're getting these tests done on them. Uh, dabbing on their little fruit pie eye cream with their with their ring finger, just trying to make sure they stay nice and youthful. Go to Blue Point Medical Spa. <laughs> go to the spa today. The little, the little fruit fly med spa. <laughs> yes, I'd like you to help me with my fine lines. <laughs> um, the team warns excessive exposure will speed up your aging and change the chemicals in your brain. They suggest limiting device use. Oh, great. As we sit in front of I literally have five monitors on in front of me right now. I've got three. Yeah, right now. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, you know, your pilot is done screwing around when he pulls out his dad's halfway to whatever your destination voice. A Southwest pilot got on the intercom and threatened to turn the plane around if passengers didn't stop acting like idiots. It happened last week on a flight from Houston to Cabo. He was specifically addressing the person or people who wouldn't stop sending other passengers naked photos over airdrop. They were still on the tarmac, so he threatened to turn around, go back to the gate, and make everyone deplane and ruin their whole vacation. In the end, the dad vibes worked, and everyone made it to Cabo. Um, some woman on board posted a TikTok of it. Airdropping nasty stuff is actually becoming a big problem. There was just a story in June about another passenger who did the same thing on a fright, uh, flight from Detroit to Denver. It's actually called cyber flashing. And two states, Texas and California, have already passed laws against it. Yeah, it's freaky when that stuff happens. Yeah, like the fruit flies do that, too. <laughs> they send each other on their little oh. fruit fly iPhones. Like, ooh! <laughs> Who said that to me? Thomas, is this yours? No. 940, your tickets to Disneyland. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning.
Our celebrity hotline is ringing right now, and I'm super excited about this celebrity that's calling the show right now. It was uh, it was in the six o'clock hour. We were playing two truths and one lie, and my I, I was telling a truth this morning, and my truth was that my daughter met uh, one of her professors slash advisors yesterday, and was telling her what her parents did, and uh, she teaches communication, so she asked for a copy of our podcast, and no one believed me. No, we all believe you. (laughs) And now to tell the truth is my daughter, Sophie, calling from her first day of classes. Hi, Sophie. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so many questions. How how are things going? How have your first couple nights been in the dorm? How is everything going out there? Um, Well, right now I'm currently getting ready to go to my first class, you know, it's pretty sunny here so we gotta make sure we got that sunscreen on because i'm not trying to turn into a tomato (laughs) she Um, burns easily (laughs) um what is your first class today uh my first class is principles of microeconomics (laughs) (laughs) we took principles of micro machines No, she doesn't know what that is anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what that means. Hey, how how is the food on campus? Your, your mom said that you have, like, food trucks right now. When do you, when do you start eating the actual, like, commissary there? Um, well, today is when, like, all of our meal plans and things get started and going. Um, but, yeah, so today is when, like, we go and go to, um, like, I wouldn't say it's a cafeteria because it's a lot nicer than, like, just a normal cafeteria, if that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, today is when that all happens. Um, We go through our meal plan and stuff like that. How is, uh, like, how is it living somewhere else? And, like, I mean, do you, I know you miss us, but you're having fun, it looks like. Oh, yeah, so far it's been pretty good. Um, I mean, it's definitely a lot different. Um, I mean, it's a very dry heat back there, so I was kind of kind of used to that a little bit. So it does when it gets like hotter here, uh, like to their standards, if that makes sense. Um, there's a little bit of that humidity added to it, so it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, what is this thing called humidity? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, what is what is this humidity? How are your roommates? So we, we they have nicknames now to protect the innocent. So there's there's sassy and there's bubbly. We've named your roommates other uh, nicknames. How are sa- they sound like two sweet ladies, two sweet girls? How are sassy and bubbly? Both of them are good. Um, right now they are both in their classes. Um, today I start the latest, but tomorrow I start the earliest. Which I mean is kind of nice because I have. Some days where I can, you know, sleep in, but other days it's like we are getting up. You're getting up? So No, we're, we are, I'm like, getting up. Like oh, she's, getting up, yeah, yeah. she's getting up early. Yeah. She's getting up early. We're getting up. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get up at 3 o'clock, Sophie. You're this not, you're not, you're not getting up. <laughs> but you've made friends. Yeah, and- my 745 like, means nothing to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so your your teacher wants a copy of our podcast, huh? Yes, she was so interested in the show and everything because um, it's my intro to media studies class. And uh, I was looking at our syllabus 
couple weeks ago, and there's a whole unit on radio. What? Which I thought was really awesome. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I can I'm teach this. this. I was I was brought up on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you're the pro on this. Now, I, I think it's great that your, your professor in class wants to listen to a podcast, but I do suggest that you, Sophie, listen to whatever podcast they're going to listen to beforehand. Because, you know, we do talk about sassy and bubbly now, the characters, uh, your roommates. And then, there, you know, some awkward conversations you might not want to play in front of the class. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Um, <laughs> I will definitely listen to it in full uh, before sending it. We can make edit notes, too. If you hear something, yes. you love it. But there's this one little line, let us know, and we can make edits so it's a flawless podcast. Oh, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're having fun. Good luck on your first class. You're going to do great. Is it far from your dorm or is it close? It's not too far. I'd say it's like like a five, five minute walk or so. Not not too bad. It's It's really not bad at all. I don't have any classes that are super far. Uh, the farthest thing is um, our dining hall. So I kind of lucked out there. Yeah, I, we share like um, on our our Apple Watch. We share our 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 stuff, and every day you've walked like eight or nine miles. Oh. You've walked a lot. Wait, real? I oh wow! <laughs> See, I was just the little prompt comes up, and it's like it looks like you're working out, and I'm just like. <laughs> Sweating so much in the burning sun. <laughs> the humidity. Like, uh, okay, we can we can call this a workout. So I turn it on and I just never look at it afterwards. I'm like, oh wow, that lasted for like an hour and a half. You walked okay. five miles yesterday, seven miles the day before that. Uh, this is not even going to classes either. Yeah, five miles the day before that, and uh, eight miles the day before that. So you're walking quite a bit these days. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, my. Yeah, no wonder why my feet were a little sore yesterday when I got home. (laughs) Well, I love you. We love you. We're all excited for you. And uh, have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Yes, I'll I'll try to call you tonight to check in. Okay, love you. Good luck in class. Bye. Wow, Sophie's first actual day of classes at college. I love Sassy and Bubbly. It reminds me of two Smurfs. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to meet them. Uh, Oh, man. I can't wait, too, for you to meet them. Oh, drama? No, not at all. I just want to see how you act. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to try the new Paul's feature I discovered. We can Paul songs now. Oh, wow. That kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, Paul's act. Keep going. Uh, Disney tickets, 940. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. This morning we have Princess Diana trending. So today marks 25 years since the People's Princess was killed in a tragic car accident in Paris. Yeah, her legacy continues to live on with her lasting impact on the modern royal family to this day. Her sons, Prince William and Harry, confirmed through spokespeople they are going to be spending the day privately, not together. Um, she was praised for so much um her charity work um her her fashion her kindness and just being um just being in the spotlight for so many years and and having such a a difficult time staying out of it when all she really wanted was a normal life. Her companion, Dodie Al-Fayed, and chauffeur Henri Paul also died in that crash. One of those moments you'll never forget where you are when that took place. We have audio. This is uh, from her from her actual funeral from back in the day. I think this would be Peter Jennings based on the voice. So we're going to go now to Buckingham Palace 
where Her Majesty the Queen makes, as we said, an almost unique address. Since last Sunday's dreadful news, we have seen throughout Britain and around the world an overwhelming expression of sadness at Diana's death. Yeah, it's just so hard to I, I keep the visual I have in my head is um, when they were walking down the street with her casket and Harry and William just, you know, kids mm-hmm. and having to deal with all of that. That was just uh, so sad. Twenty five years. Can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, it's nuts to think of that. Yeah. Also trending this morning is Kellogg's. So you're probably already doing this, but the cereal company wants to pay you to have cereal for dinner. They're giving five lucky people a chance to win $5,000 each and a year of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, and Frosted Mini Wheats in uh, its cereal for dinner sweepstakes. So all you got to do is post a picture on your Instagram of you eating dinner. It could be eating cereal. It could be just a regular dinner. As long as you include the hashtag Kellogg's cereal for dinner entry and submit a post once a day leading up to National Breakfast Day on September 26th and maybe you can win five thousand dollars each just for eating cereal which is always a treat when you eat it for dinner yeah i get paid to have a nice little breakfast tonight that sounds weird let's have a little breakfast tonight i know i but it, it just hits differently when you oh. when you have cereal for dinner or any breakfast food for dinner and why is it not the same if you have dinner for breakfast it just doesn't appeal to me oh it just uh, could you imagine like having a piece of lasagna right oh. now i was like ooh, doesn't work <laughs> i know and then finally this morning heinz is trending they've partnered with a thrift store to sell purposefully ketchup stained clothing online so it's called the Heinz Vintage Drip Collection. There are 157 secondhand pieces, and they all have a unique Heinz ketchup stain on them. And it's actually ketchup. So keep in mind, it's going to fade away over time. They're even using the tagline, because when it's Heinz, it's not a stain. It's a statement. So in addition to all the clothes being used, they were picked to be inclusive. So they have sizes from extra, extra small to extra, extra large. They, they also have cheap T-shirts and designer labels and the stained clothes are uh, available to buy online in the u.s and canada on threadup.com slash heinz there are two drops the first drop happened yesterday there's going to be a second one on september 13th and uh they range in price from 15 bucks to some of the more expensive thousand dollar louis vuitton t-shirts with a stain on them a hundred percent of the proceeds from this collab will go to rise against hunger in support of global hunger relief and that is what's trending your tickets to disneyland we have them at 9 40 so about 10 minutes from right now and here are the details we have eight phone lines that are on fire right now this is probably one of my favorite times of the day just to hear the reaction samantha hi your caller 20 yes oh my god Anything on the radio. No way. This is you you're telling me this is your first time winning something on the radio, and of all things you won, it's tickets to Disneyland. Oh my gosh, I love Disneyland so much. Oh, well, we have four two-day, one park per day tickets for you to the Disneyland Resort. And get this, Samantha, you're also qualified for a vacation for four, which would include a two-night stay at a Disneyland Resort hotel and three one park per day tickets. Or three days. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> you awesome. are a winner. Congratulations. 
Oh, thank you so much. I just can't believe it. Oh, believe it, Samantha. Now, first time winner, hold on one second. We're going to get some information from you and get you all dialed in with your tickets. And you're going to Disneyland as well. You're going to join Samantha. We have your tickets again tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. And then Heather has them for you in the 5 o'clock hour today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.